Ah, Graham, now that you're back from Vancouver, maybe you would like to uh, record a podcast with us. Yeah, actually, I was thinking about that, and uh, I'd love to, except... Oh, wow, look over there. Huh? Sound of smoke. <coughs> <laughs> this is the LoadingReadyRun.com podcast for April 18th, 2009. We had a smoke alarm in the moon base. Recorded on April 18th. Yes, that's what I, I said. legally we're supposed to have a smoke alarm in the moon base, but we totally don't. Legally you're supposed to shut, shut the hell, hell up. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that also totally like ruined the levels, all that coffee and smoke I, I, alarm I, I, stuff. Yeah. So. The ruined, the, the destroyed levels is representative of the smoke. There, there you are, yes. Exactly. We were legitimately smoking. It brings you the in coffee. on the... Yes, it... We're including you in the fun. Yes. Now you know what it's like to be Tally, being buzzed annoyingly and the little smoke alarm at once. So, who wrote this? What? You're going to need to talk louder than that. Like you're okay, key. I'll talk louder than that. Sorry, okay. everybody always gripes at me about blowing the levels, and then they gripe at me about talking dude, too quietly. We've been griped at you for blowing the levels for months. You've been very good. We appreciate. And that. when you're sitting five feet away, yeah, from five the feet laptop. away from the goddamn laptop, it's I have hard. I have two volumes. It's not loud enough or blowing the goddamn <laughs> levels. So take your pick. Which would you prefer? When not I, loud enough. When I mentioned I that, prefer. it was because everyone was coughing and Paul was making beeping noises. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not not saying today. I'm just saying in general. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, Remember, though, Matt's not angry. Yeah. He's just... Just frustrated, frustrated. intensely. Yeah. Okay. Matt so, on the angry. forum, when you think Matt is actually angry, realize that he is just frustrated intensely. Yeah. <laughs> but not I, necessarily I, at you. I, yeah. At the world. Probably yeah. better. Yeah, mostly. Uh, Often j- at you, but not always. So, worst day ever. Worst day ever. Or, like, worst script ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Burn. Yeah, so this is uh, James, first, first, first script. First script. And people seem to like it, so that made me pretty happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, not uh, me, though. I thought it was shit. That's okay. I thought all the videos you ever wrote were shit. The one video that you wrote? Oh, I guess you wrote two, didn't you? Yep. Well, yeah. You can include Depends Desert Bus. I don't, I don't include Desert Bus Kill the Internet no. Star, though. So, I think you came out of the gate swinging on this one. I'll give him 1.5. It was pretty good. Yeah. 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, you could probably take 1.5. Yeah, i take 1.5. Because yeah. if you didn't write the music, right, if you had wrote music for that song, maybe. I'd give you like 5, because that'd be impressive. How would you know? Maybe. Because that song was written before that, we were born. Maybe in a decade I invent a time machine, then go back in time, <laughs> write, the, write Buggles song and the Buggles song, give it to their lead singer. And produce or maybe their you video. are their lead singer. Maybe Ooh. I am their lead singer. I like that. How do you know? Prove it, James. Uh, people who are listening to this and the thread, I want to see uh, some <laughs> side-by-side comparisons <laughs> between Matt and the lead singer of Buggles. And, and bear in mind that uh, w- while we don't know whether or not I am the lead singer of the Buggles... Uh, have you ever seen Matt and Lead Singer of the Buggles <laughs> on stage <laughs> at the same, same time? time? No. Uh, but I, if I were producing it... From me coming back in time from the future, I would probably have done it anonymously. True. Okay, well, I'll look into it. Anyways, back yeah. to this video. Um, the, the, the inspiration, James. The inspiration was the uh, KCON panel. Uh, Graham started showing some blooper reels, brought up uh, the return of Bill, was it? Yep. Yeah, and Matt appearing in the puff of smoke, and it came up that, you know, we've made a video with somebody appearing in a puff of smoke. But never disappearing in a puff of smoke. And so this video was born. A serious lapse, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I got to laugh. Which several people, the, uh, several yeah. people called that. Three posts yeah. in the the thread. Somebody somebody was all the fact that you oh yeah this video solely because we solely didn't because one. we didn't have somebody. It reminds me of uh, was it uh, Xavier, which uh, yeah. uh, Andy wrote just because it was, we didn't have an X video. X video, yet. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good just for for sort of a completionist perspective. Well, exactly. Yeah. I figured we need, and now people are saying we need somebody who appears and disappears. And I think, yeah, just, I think there could be like like Matt uh, or. or Graham disappears in a pub smoke, and then Matt, Matt reappears as Naruto, and then disappears. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, what? You know, what are things that we haven't done? Like, what are what are cliches we haven't done, and we'll write videos around? <laughs> exactly. Hit, let's just basically hit TV tropes. And, oh yeah. Uh, and we're start already, at A. We're already and just on work TV our way, tropes. Oh yeah, but let's just work our way through each one, starting with the letter A. This is going to be our project for the next several years. We'll just uh, pick a trope each Because week. we don't have enough projects. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. As our weekly video, we'll just pick a trope each week and include that trope in our video. I don't think I really know what TV tropes is. Oh. Well, <laughs> it's basically uh, TV cliches. Let's find uh. out what the first one they have listed is alphabetically. Since I'm seems to trying to find out, actually. Uh, main tropes index. There we are. Uh, narrative. What do you want? You want uh. a narrative trope or what? Let's go genre, for media topical. Uh, let's go for narrative tropes. Okay, narrative apply, ap, applied phlebotonium. What <laughs> the magical substance that may be rub, rubbed on almost anything to create an effect needed by a plot, like uh, nanotechnology, magic crystals, pixie dust, a sonic screwdriver. Oh, and green rocks. Uh, I suspect I think we, we probably we may have already covered used that, that one. Yeah. I think we've done that one. Yeah. A uh, I think, would be our uh, applied. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's it, oh these. Sorry, that's a that's a that's a main category. Ah. So uh, probably want to use the. Uh, uh, oh, I see. Aesop. Okay, hang on. How about this one here? An agony beam. I don't think that's one that we've done. Ooh, agony beam. A uh, special place in the heart of sci-fi geeks for the agony beam because it's carved that chunk out of, out of our collective heart and crawled into the resultant cavity. <laughs> uh, it's a staple in armory spellbook of every evil overlord and sorcerer. Uh, enforces obedience when defiant prisoners are ordered to kneel before Zod. Serves as punishment. Okay, so we need right. It's uh, just it's just the thing that makes people hurt. Yeah. It doesn't actually do any permanent damage. It's, yeah, yeah. It's rated PG. This is because it, like the death rate is very clean, leaving no scars, and is much less squicky than comparable torture tropes. When turned huh. on a hero, they will demonstrate their metal by not bending knee until it is at least two settings higher than necessary. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and the, then you uh, have to increase the intensity. It's like the thing from uh, uh, the Mirror Universe in Star Trek, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, or the Emperor's electrical shock, force, force right. lightning in Yeah, uh, which Star you would Wars. think lightning would be a little or bit more dangerous. Or that episode of episode of Next Generation where Picard's undercover, the two part, the Gambit, where uh, everyone on the yeah, yeah. ship has like a little neck thing. Oh yeah. It's it's, it's like even... Star Trek uses a lot of cliches in television. <laughs> or maybe they started them all. Yeah, they weren't cliches. They did. Right, did There's several on this list. They're named for Star Trek. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah, oh, obvious. Uh, That's pretty sweet. So yeah. So uh, what? Uh, your your inspiration was was just that conversation. It was honestly just that conversation. I just had to think of some reason why somebody would vanish into a puff of smoke, and then um, a couple days later, um, I think it was actually Ashley asked me for the ten dollars that I owed her. And I'm like, damn. Did you disappear in a and puff of smoke? And I was like, <laughs> and then she left. I'm like, hey, there's a good reason why somebody might disappear in a puff of smoke. Money being owed to them. And then I just went from and there. And Ashley tried to break up with you. And then she tried to break up with me. And then she tried to fire you. Fire me. <laughs> and tried to give me $5,000. Ashley's really your muse, eh? She is. So, 
That's pretty much where it came from. I think that the um, uh, writing aside, the upending of the joke at the end with Morgan and Bill was important to the final product. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I like that a lot, especially the the then running away. Yeah, run away. And then coming back for the balloons was a, was a nice touch. Those those balloons were a great touch. Yeah, man, balloons are awesome. Which the uh, the 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 eagle-eyed among you will note that uh, the balloons were uh, used uh, after we shot that were used in the previous week's uh, T-shirt ad to make Matt and Morgan have helium voices. Yeah, that wasn't a special effect. That was real. Because we tried to shoot a week ahead, and so though in retrospect we could have done that as a special effect, it wouldn't have been the same though. No. Yeah. It doesn't have quite the same, like it would just we would just ha- like pitched it up. I don't think it has quite the same, uh, same sort of sound. You can do a lot of crazy stuff though. Yeah. You can, you can. I had, there's a there's a cut of Superintendent Sorrow with the with the Wally voice somewhere. So. I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. said some pretty dirty things while uh, first trying those out. The first two balloons or so. Oh right, yeah, that's always the funniest. Yeah. yeah, saying really filthy things is funny when you have a high squeaky voice. It's true. Yes. Yes, I. Uh, Inhaled some and informed James uh, very, very seriously <laughs> and in no uncertain terms that he had AIDS. It sucked. Although, honestly, but, I think, but it was it better think, to hear it that way. I think yes. I think if I was a doctor, I would probably inhale a bunch of helium before telling yeah. somebody or, they had a terminal or, or illness. If you, or if you like had a police officer yeah. reporting yeah. that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Of course, whatever. it's really not funny because if James had AIDS, then the rest of us would all have AIDS too. So of course, not Wait, me. What I use protection. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> You, that doesn't really help if you use protection. Contra- I don't use protection. Matt, Matt contraceptive jelly doesn't count as protection. <laughs> I can't say it. I'm sorry. Oh, the special uh, anti-AIDS contraceptive jelly. I, I like that in, in the video that uh, the, the thing of him, like, when he gets fired from his job, him on the phone, he doesn't disappear in a puff of smoke. It's like the, no, the yeah, fake out, right? The fake out. So. And was that uh, actually that shot? Because... Uh, Graham and uh, James and James and, and Ben Matt. and Matt yeah. all went and shot that uh, that bit, and we were hanging out because we there weren't enough space in the car yeah. to take us all there. So, um, with, with that, the thing with the security camera so is the, that just somebody the pan the back a, that's the the camera on a tripod, tripod on a table, the highest it can go, pointing down with me up on my tippy toes, just grabbing the handle and swiveling Dude, yeah, back it and forth. It looked very good, yeah. And I, yeah, I liked it. There was a couple people who said... It was distracting. It took but away from Graham's performance. I, uh, some people raised some valid points saying, why would you have a security camera just covering two desks? <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Fair That's enough. Why. Those, those <laughs> guys were super shifty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were the most important people on the team. Four desks. There were, you yeah, know, there, were, there were just no one at the other And the desks. window. So somebody could break through the window. You never know. Can I just say sure. that how, how entered... Like, this is a joke that was we came up on at uh, with the time just because of... The, the book happened to be handy, but I personally find it very funny that oh, yeah, Ben is reading a book called Getting Things Done, done. with his computer off. Yeah, it would be kicked up on the I, desk. I didn't really catch that. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's really quick, and it's, like, yeah. obviously it was just like, all right, Ben, you sit here, and then, oh, hey, look, a copy of Getting Things Done. Here, you should read this and not be doing anything. <laughs> it's a popular yeah. blog, isn't it? Uh, it, is a, it is a book, and it's sprung out various different yeah. Yeah. productivity. Something that I don't even think got TV. mentioned... I can't remember. Um, nobody seemed to say anything about the lack of real smoke. 
in the office. A couple people oh, mentioned it. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Speaking of uh, the we forgot to bring the smoke yeah. machine. Yeah. Big thanks to Josh because that uh, that new yeah, smoke machine, new machine. Not only is it great to have a smoke machine again, but the new one has definitely got a lot more oomph than our old one. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, man, I, that that filling the uh, like you know obviously when uh, Graham opens the door for the. Uh, the prize people. Yeah. That is not that. That's the laundry room, right? Yeah. Which we've shot lots. Which we of use. We also filled with smoke for assessment. Yeah, and just that fill, like closing the door, filling the laundry room, and that laundry room was really poorly built. Uh, such, oh, it was such, such that, such that it, like the the roof isn't on totally straight and stuff, and so there there's smoke, smoke coming out of all the, out all all the, the cracks and stuff. Oh, uh, so and then open the door and just goes. Poof. Yeah. So good. And um, the. Uh, uh, now, I've never had a smoke machine set off a smoke detector before. I warned you guys about you this. Did. I you did. You absolutely to, I used to own a smoke machine um, uh, many years ago. Um, I, I had a, a nice black Radio Shack one, like full metal casing. And uh, the first few times I used it, um, it was great. And then uh, all my smoke alarms went off. And I, I, I said this to Graham, and he keeps saying, oh, I never had that go off. Well, yeah, it, had, it, never, <laughs> it never went off with the first one we had. Yep. I don't know. We usually haven't been using it in but, uh, smoke alarm. Like we've been using yeah, it in like parking garages. It's true. Yeah. Well, also, you know, we haven't. I mean, I, I mean, we haven't smoked nearly that heavily either. Yeah. The uh, the smoke machine. Uh, the shot where Tally is standing up on the chair trying to wave smoke away from <laughs> from what is actually the smoke detector. Not that you can see it. Uh, it actually went off in that shot because we filled the hallway with so much smoke. Yeah. And the audio, like the sound there, is actually our oh, smoke you, alarm. Oh, you actually used the. Real That's actually our smoke alarm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. Awful. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. And uh, I don't know why I find that shot so entertaining. Just that it's going off and they're, they're also buzzing and yeah. everything. I, I, think I, like I, I think I stated to you it's because of just you can you can empathize with how what a horrible situation that is to be in. And the, the, the blocking of having you know them and then having you sneak in the back and run out. Is, that was yeah. fun. Yeah. Excellent. That turned Tally, out so well. Telly was actually just reading... Terry Pratchett that day. Yes. Yeah, yeah. People thought that we somehow like put Terry Pratchett yeah, there to try and rested or something. It's like, yeah. no, no, that's what she had in her bag. No, Telly is that cool. You give us too much credit. Yeah, she, was, yeah. she was that cool before she met me. Oh, really? yeah. I don't believe. You. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> she didn't play D and D before she met me. Oh, there we go. Or video games. Telly, t- I I gave Telly her first ever actual video game of her very own this week. Really? Oh. What is it? Kingdom Hearts. Nice. Yes. Good call. And I have to get a chain of memories and, and uh, hearts too. We uh, in in our ongoing effort to try and shoot things better, um, James uh, scripted in the, the, dolly the use of the dolly, yeah. and so it was like, well, now we have to because it says right here. See, well, the nice thing is, it's like it's going to go in your van. So if you script it in, then you exactly, know. I know I got to transport it. So so uh, yeah, it's uh, and you can see actually in the behind the scenes pictures on the blog. Yeah, uh, you can see the setup uh, we used. The, the brief it was a pretty brief but dolly shot but I, yeah. I think it I think it, it added to it's, it it looks really nice also uh, the exterior shot of the office building is actually up at Uvic because we couldn't get into the office building that day but we needed Bill and Morgan for the exterior shot so we just went up to Uvic and shot that really quick but it's a completely different building yeah yeah so movie ha, ha, magic movie magic so yeah, yeah. that's that pretty much the video yeah I can't think of what else more we playing now that would be what we normally do after uh, after talking about the video. Yeah, I guess so. And Has anybody uh, got anything new? We've been finishing week? games. Yeah, I yeah. beat another game. Heaven forbid. Probably shouldn't talk about that one too much at this point, though. Not a whole lot, but I I beat a game. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, it's it, it it's actually the only uh, game of the main Resident Evil series I haven't beaten previously. You yeah. you played three? 
Yeah, I beat three. Oh, really? I have not played through three before, so... Uh, no, you have it? Three, I no, just I don't. play through all the time. Uh, no one has three. That's the weird thing. I know. No it's one, no one has a copy of it. Yeah. Um, I've also... Uh, Paul and I have played some uh, uh, bits of games to, that we were going through to use for Unskippable. Um, the Quantum of Solace game for 360 is actually not that bad. Really? Yeah, it... it it's a little deceiving because it spends more time in Casino Royale than it does in Quantum of Solace. Because mm-hmm. uh, there wasn't any Casino Royale game right there. Yeah. yeah, no, there wasn't. But it, it, like, after a couple levels, which, like, there's, like, three levels that take you almost the whole way through Quantum of Solace. Yeah. And then you start flashing back to Casino Royale hmm. and play through that, which is cool because I love Casino Royale. Um, do you uh, have, like, hot poker action? Uh, no, but you do get to chase the guy through the construction site, so that's fun. Like going to like a poker simulator halfway through the game. <laughs> do you get the thing to the nuts? I hopefully not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you, you got to use a special haptic controller for, for that. First, <laughs> it's first person though, so it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. You know, they take the uh, you know they take all the sort of standard liberties uh, standard liberties with the James Bond game of sort of fleshing out scenes in the yeah. game to give you more things to shoot at. Yeah, but, there's uh, way more guys in this area than I thought there were. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was actually it was it was better than I thought. And um, also, uh, what else? Uh, Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand. Sweet. This is very silly. I've been encouraging you to play for a while. Yeah, right? and it's it's very silly, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, also, what, what what else did we try? Uh, Tenchu Z, which yeah, is which awful. Is not great. No. Which is really because like Tenchu Stealth Assassin was like one of my favorite games on the PS1. PlayStation. Yeah, yeah but PS1. T- Tenchu sucked for a long time. Unfortunately, but uh, yeah. Tenchu Z, the graphics look like shit PS2 graphics. On, yeah. on the 360. The graphics like, like are the like, bushes yeah. are like boxes. They're like upsampled PS2. It's graphics. really bad. Mm-hmm. And then what was the other one? We tried one more. Uh, East Combat. <laughs> Ace Combat, we barely, I, I, I barely played. I'm any sure of the game. if you're like super into flight simulators, Ace Combat would be great. But if you're not, yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, beat Code Veronica, and that's pretty much all I've been doing game wise. I finished Final Fantasy IV. Sweet. Which the the leveling problems that I was talking about continued to get worse throughout the game, <laughs> to the point so where it's pretty punishing. God, what is the name of the the beardy guy that you get on the moon at the end? Um, I have no idea what he joined my party at like fucking 30 levels below below Cecil and I was like you know what that's it I'm not even going to bother trying to level this guy up my, the rest of my party can carry it and they really did throughout the rest of the game so that was awesome nice um, so it, it got easier as it went on like, well just because I was lo- I was so high level or such, such a high level throughout most of it because I, I actually spent time grinding which I guess I don't expect to do um the yeah, if you if you like Final Fantasy four or two or whatever you call it, and you haven't played the DS version, it's worth playing through because the, they really really improved the story stuff at the end. There's tons more uh, exposition and whatnot with the cutscenes and whatnot. And it's really nicely done. Um, finishing that, I started The World Ends with You, which is basically the game that takes all the worst parts of Square RPGs and puts them together into a game that is not horrible, which is kind of surprising. Exactly. I, heard it was, I heard it was quite good. But. You have all these teenagers with shitty hair and wearing too many buckles. Listening um, to J-pop. Listening to J-pop and J-rock, which so is all buckles. sampled actual music. Do um, they, <laughs> um, they, they basically hang around in Shibuya for, like, all the time and end up in sort of like a game of death. Uh, in Shibuya, but I mean, like that is the setting that really does it, makes it okay, because that's where you expect uh, Japanese teenagers with no nothing better to do to hang around with stupid hair and really, really dumb fashions. 
So it actually makes the whole Squaresoft thing actually make some sort of sense. Nice. I described it on Twitter, I think, as the, the opening theme song to Kingdom Hearts, which makes no sense. The game. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that's basically it. But I thought that was a very good description, actually. The, yes. the other thing about it is, like, the battle system is so overly complex. Like, basically, you're controlling your character on the bottom screen with the stylus. On the top screen, you have another character who is... Um, you're controlling by entering like DDR motions with the with the D-pad, and uh, you're doing this at the same time. So it, both characters are being attacked all the time. You also have to move your character on the bottom screen with the stylus, and um, his powers need to refresh periodically. So you need to keep track of that. Then at the same time, your character on the top screen has she she can do three different combinations of button presses for attacks, and each of those is randomly assigned a symbol. Uh, every time you start doing an attack. There are three cards at the top of the screen, and if the attack that you do corresponds with one of the cards, it flips over. If you can get all three of them to flip over in the right sequence, then you unlock a special attack. Simultaneous to this, there is a green orb that is created every time one of your characters does a combo and flies over to the other one. So while you're keeping all that other stuff in mind, you also need to try and make sure that you're doing combos in yeah, sequence with each other. Yeah, you have to be volleying the green orb from screen back, to screen. From screen to screen, which is retarded complicated. Like, it's way too much. You have, like, eight arms to do it right. It, pretty much. Or at least two sets of eyes, right? Like, cause, right. Cause I can't... Like, I'm only ever looking at one screen at once. Wait, so what do you pay attention to? Turn, turn it sideways so you can have one eye yeah. looking at each. <laughs> Except for I only look through one eye at once. Oh, right, that wouldn't even help you, yeah. The, uh, the reviews I read about it were like, this is the best DS game to date. But it's way, way too... It's like sensory overload it, for me. But, I, I mean, like, I it's, it is it. awesome. It is so well done. Oh, yeah. Like, like play, it, playing it, through it, I like even from the very start, I'm like, wow, this is a really quality game. The art style is amazing. They make really good use of the DS and everything it can do. The sound is really good. It's just weird and, as I say, overly complex. Yeah. It would be neat to see like somebody who's like incredibly awesome at it just... Like, I've, I've actually been tempted to just YouTube it and, yeah, yeah, and it see what like I can find. One of the cool things that they do with it, though, is that they, um, they, you can set, you can level down your characters voluntarily. So, like, say you're level six, you can set your level to level two, which incre- makes the game harder, obviously, but increases the drop rate of all the enemies. So, like, as you... It'd be good if they cast level five Doom on you, too. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> level five Doom. <laughs> the, uh... But, like, they, so this is what, I, like, what I've done, because obviously it's a JRPG, so I'm grinding more than I need to. So, like, I'm way higher level than I need to be, but I just set myself a few levels down, it's and then the drop rate cool drastically idea. improves. Uh, you can also do the same thing with difficulty. If you set it to hard, then the drop rate improves on everything. Um, yeah. It also... I, I, I don't know. It... Instead of armor and stuff, you have, like, fashion accessories. So, like, the first store that opens up is, like, a goth clothing shop. And you can go in there and get, like, fancy bonnets and top hats and things like that. There's so a bunch need... of food you eat. In yeah, country. and you need to have, like, a high enough bravery level to wear certain things. <laughs> That's <Yes>. awesome. <laughs> Your powers are off, like, That's little... really stupid looking, but... Your powers are off little seamster pins. Like, it is basically... Everything that's wrong with seamster culture, <laughs> coupled with everything that's wrong with square RPGs, and it's, like and it's really make a right, and it's really good. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh. I uh, I downloaded and I've been playing Braid. Ah. Uh, and uh, it is it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Um, I'm probably maybe I don't know two thirds of the way through. It's a little tough to get it because I've skipped a couple levels, but uh, and it's. 
it's it's a problem. Like it's a beautiful game and it's really well set up and neat and stuff. But the problem is, I'm now playing it after like a year and a half or so from yeah. when it originally came out. And in that time, the various cool um, time mechanics have been used in other games. Well, it's only like eight months since it was released. I, I guess, but it just seems like like it, they've been used in other games. And so like the the doing stuff with yourself thing, I've yeah. seen like I was playing a Flash game a while ago that had that in it. And the, the reversing time thing, of course, has been done yeah. before. And and the, so so it's not quite as sort of magical as I think it would have been uh, if I was getting it straight off the, you know, without knowing that much about it. Or if you were a soldier boy. <laughs> yes, if I, if I was a soldier boy, I would probably enjoy it more. Yeah. Uh, but uh, to be said of most things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but but it is uh, it, it is pretty pretty nifty. And, uh, yeah, there's a couple of levels that I have just no freaking clue. It's just like, what the... That doesn't even my see that is that the is power the best I, part of the brain. power I have right now doesn't even do that how what how would that even help me what so uh, <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll have to puzzle it over a little bit more but uh, it's I, it's pretty cool I may buy Braid again when it comes out for the Mac so that I can play around with the level editor because apparently it apparently it comes with a full fledged level editor on PC and Mac so. Huh. And, and I did like not, not just that. that, but you can also modify the assets, so you can change all the sprites and all that kind of stuff. So that yeah, like I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Like the backgrounds are so pretty; it's it's really neat looking. I actually this week was really tempted by City of Heroes, um, with its architect edition. Which, which you know, like I played a little bit during the beta. Did you? But hear, sorry, not the, to cut you off. But did you hear the uh, the statistic with regards to yeah. what the art? So, but yeah, it, it's, it's the architect well, edition that I find really interesting. I'll let Jared. Yeah, it's they, they they the amount of stuff that's been made in Architect, which is their their um, user generated content suite, yeah. uh, has surpassed the actual content of the game now. What? So it's, no, 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 it no, no, surpassed it within twenty four hours. hours. Twenty four hours, it had surpassed it like outstripped it by three times. It's yeah. user generated content for an MMO. Yeah, so it's like an MMO, but you can create your own missions, it's like Second and, Life. And upload them, and well, sort of. I mean, I think it's more closely regulated than something like Second Life. But then the idea is you upload your missions to the server, and anyone from any other server can uh, play those missions, and then you can rate them like um, you actually get so feedback. It's like, it's like, like that. Big Planet. Yeah, a little bit. Except, I, but, but uh, like you actually get experience and points yeah. and stuff from it. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think it's they they've got a, a fairly um, consistent set of rules that apply across everything, and obviously they'll they'll continue to play test it as it goes, but. Sorry, speaking of sack dolls and user-generated content, I was playing it over at Kathleen's place, and yeah. there's some really amazing uh, levels that, that were made uh, for Little Big Planet, but all the highest-rated ones are just like... Mario 1-1? One, one. No, no, no. All the highest-rated ones are just like, this level has 10,000 points in it. Mm. And you just play the level, and you get 10,000 points just for like walking down a straight path. And it's like all the highest rated levels are ones just designed to give you as many points as possible. What are the trophies? For trophies. Oh, so you can get uh, yeah. achievements. Although, I was there on Easter weekend, and we, we played a game called Day in the Life of Jesus, yeah. which is pretty awesome. Because it starts, and you die. And then you have to climb out of a cave and roll a giant block out of the way. Yeah. And then you have to uh, wa- you walk across water and uh, turn turn water into wine and feed a bunch of people with uh, you know only bread. so many only so, so many fish and so much bread yeah. <laughs> this is this a PC game? no, no this is Little Big Planet this is a level in Little Big Planet did you try nice. Little Big Contra? Uh, I did not okay. I do want to try um, Metal Gear Sack Dolls or whatever the hell it's yeah, called yeah. <laughs> you, you own Little Big Planet it's awesome anyway uh, uh, sorry uh, playing Paul other back to you I think I was done when I was talking oh, okay. so. hey Morgan yeah you should come over here Tell people what you're playing, because I know what you're playing. 
As do I, considering he didn't leave my house. Because apparently, apparently you stayed in my bed last last weekend. Yeah, uh, I just went over to Graham and Matt's place and just played Fallout. And he's, so he's did you, playing it wrong. So did, did, you, <laughs> did you do Operation Anchorage? Yes, yes, I completed Operation Anchorage. Nice. So you did the whole like the whole uh, simulator thing as well. Yeah, it's really cool. It is pretty groovy. Uh, Operation Anchorage before he actually has moved forward the plot of the yes. game. Yes, yeah. uh, Operation Anchorage. Uh, all, the, all the DLC, the levels scale with you, so you could start the game and go straight into them and have a reasonable chance. Uh, but you still get the same stuff when you beat it, and the power armor you get in Operation Anchorage is the best power armor. In the is game. the best power armor in the game, and it teaches you how to use power armor when you put it on. Oh, really? You just yeah. get the perk when it enters oh, your inventory. No. Yeah. So, so he, he didn't even have to get the Brotherhood to yeah, teach him. He, so he knows how to use power armor now. I have power armor dramatically before I'm supposed to in the plot, and I'm almost level twenty. What? Ah. When you say dramatically before you're supposed to, the fact that you're almost level 20, I mean, you've been playing the game probably longer than somebody who has been... Yeah, you get power armor way before level 20 if you play through the plot. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's awesome. So, yeah, I guess if you have Operation Anchorage, just go immediately to that, get the power armor, and then just start the game with power armor. Uh, It is in a very dangerous part of the game, so I was thinking uh, to do this, you would probably want to put your sneak very high, tag that, and maybe get one level and... Get your sneak really, really high, because sneak is not only useful to get there, it is also highly useful in Operation Anchorage itself. This should, is very true. You should uh, you should do a speed run, and we should do that. <laughs> that could be your thing. I wonder if someone's done a speed run of Fallout 3 yet. I'm sure Fallout. they have. Yes, most assuredly somebody has. I'll have to check that out. Can't be nearly as good as the Morrowind one, but the Morrowind one was phenomenal. The, the Fallout Two one was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yes, well, the Fallout actually, the Fallout Two one was probably more amazing. I think we've talked about that a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Morrowind one was the like the guy starts the game, the takes a specific ability, flies to the final boss, and kills him. Well, it's it's he, it's he starts the game, steals a ring, runs and like a wizard that falls out of the sky. Well, no, yeah, then he like runs like runs for like a mile, and then a, a wizard <laughs> falls out of the sky. And lands, and he steals like a scroll of something from him, and then like flies to the end boss. It, it's ridiculous. I really need to see that. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, right, so let's James? do some mask. I got nothing new. Cool. Okay. Matt's got right. nothing new. Let's do some Cool. I already said I beat Code Veronica, and I've started playing Resident Evil 5. You didn't play any of the new Ooga Booga Wow expansion? You know what? Uh, wow. Uh, oh, well, oh, yes. I, I, not expansion, but I, uh, I did hit Alduar. Um, with my, uh, with my... Does that say 30 minutes? 30 minutes for Fallout 3. Good lord. You can't even walk... You can't even walk from Vault 101 to Rivet City in 30 minutes. Well, is there a video? Uh, you will, yeah, of course. Okay, we'll get to that after the podcast. <laughs> Damn right we will. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Um, anyhow, so uh, I went to Eldwar with my guild, but I went during the first week when it was ultra buggy, and uh, we did manage to down the, the Flame Goliath, or Flame Engine, or whatever it was called. Um, we did not manage to get any further because we tried to hit Ingus next, and Ingus does, Ingus is a little bugged. And uh, then when we tried to do Razor Scale the next day, the server crashed. I'd be pretty bugged too if a bunch of people were trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, anyhow, uh, likely not this week because I have other projects and things on the way. But next week I will hit Old War 25 with my guild again, and we will probably make si- a significantly larger amount of progress through it once all the bugs are worked out and the servers are stable. And I will report back to you with news from Olduar then. Apparently there are like full-on Lovecraft monsters in uh, in there. That's Lovecraft what I've heard. monsters? It's all like 
golems and mm, that doesn't sound very Lovecrafty. Elementals, start, yeah. Uh, downloading that because it takes bleeding forever. That's true. All right. So apparently, uh, sorry, just apparently this Fallout Three uh, thing uses a uh, glitch that is common in games with the use of havoc physics, which uh, you can do it in Half Life as well, which is jump and grab an item underneath you. And you can sort of fly. <laughs> so apparently he starts the game and flies to the Citadel. So I'll be interested to watch this video when we're done. All right. Is it loading? or No, I'm going to download it. Okay. So, why do you guys hate Matt so much? Three quarters of hustles have ended with something bad happening to Matt. Uh, I'm uh, a funny guy. And li- funny now, Lion and Bedmon does bring up a good point. Saying Matt, Matt is involved with the writing of Sea Hustle. Have you also noticed that Matt tends to act like a bit of a jerk in these episodes as well? Yeah. Yes, th- yes, this is a character he's playing. Yeah. So my my character is a bit of a dick. Um and yeah. so, you know, it's always fun to see a dick Matt, get his comeuppance. You are always very earnest about things. You 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 <laughs> have this way of saying things that you know you take it very seriously. And sometimes those things, no no offense, are a little bit goofy. So hearing you very earnestly say how much, you know, you care about them does a little bit set you up <laughs> for comeuppance. <laughs> it's, I, it's true. I, I don't deny that fact. I, I'm an easy target. Alright. Next question. After seeing what happened when 1UP was sold, do you really want to sell Loading Ready Run? Depends um, on how much they well, want to pay. Yeah, so. if, if, <laughs> if we were selling Loading Ready Run, uh, we would probably either be selling it with the some conditions in terms of us working for them, or for so much money that we wouldn't care. I mean, as the, the, what, what <laughs> yeah. happened to One Up? Just to make clear, it was their. It wasn't like the it, guys sold it. It was their parent company. It was well, Ziff Davis, which is their parent company, had run had had no money. They'd run it into the ground, and so at that, if they couldn't find a buyer, One Up was going to be gone. So UGO came along and said, "Well, we're interested in buying it," but obviously they didn't want all the parts that lost money. But yeah, so so maybe it was actually the One Up shows guys' fault that. Well, you know, no, I mean, it was, <laughs> I mean Zip Zip fired them, and then they to make the package more appealing to a buyer, and then they and then they sold oh, it, right? So they actually got fired before they got bought. It was it was all sort of part of the same thing, but what I understand is that's basically what happened because UGO UGO say, sees it as basically they just hi- they hired you know thirty people or what, however many people they actually so hired one, one name up. basically. Well, but they, I mean, they, they actually hired all those people on who otherwise would have been out of work. Right. Like, yeah. One up would have been closed. So we are not in that position. No. And also, we we, we don't have any money to start with. Well, beyond that, we're not like part of a greater thing. Like we are yeah. getting ready to run. So it's like if someone. Bought it from us and then fired us. We then, might, then what they'd end up with is a loading ready run name, but none of the content. So we'd be like, "All right, fuck you. We'll take your money and start something else." Yeah, yeah. And then we presu- we signed, presumably uh, you guys would join us as long as we haven't signed a non compete agreement. Yeah, but like if we I were would con- never sign if that. we were yeah. considering firing Matt, for example, yeah, um, then want to fire and, and someone and hypothetically and someone else was like, <laughs> I don't like this hypothetical. You know, we'll we'll pick Matt up for you. Uh, from, or from you and gave us money to, to then hire Matt on I right. think that would be not a bad deal mm-hmm. yeah. that would be a similar situation I, I don't know so we're going to sell okay Matt that, I'm okay with we're selling, selling Matt we're selling him into slavery is I'm okay with selling Matt into slavery <laughs> my, my assumption here is that they would want to hire me on with roughly the same employment package that I have with Loading Ready Run you know what we, we could, you know we my could, terms of employment we could maybe even sell him exactly with one of the lesser Loading Ready Run brands like maybe not Fail House because that might be too big maybe with whatever things we're not really using that so Matt and whatever thing if you are Interested. Yeah, uh, but uh, whatever thing has a long-standing brand history, and uh, you know a lot of people love the whatever thing. 
That's it's it's, WT. Well, that's true, but I mean, it would sweeten the package with you, and really, we're not using it right now. So that's true. Yeah. Next question: <laughs> Where do you guys get your fake guns? All over the place. Around. Now, a lot of them, I think, guns. came from um, uh, uh, actually, Alex. Yeah. Alex. Yeah. 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 We we had a very large amount of. Um, Fake toy guns. Mostly from from my dad. Uh, that they were bought many years ago, probably ranging from anywhere in the toy guns in the seventies and eighties, when before they had to put giant orange crap all over them. So, uh, like uh, one, one of the main ones is um, th- there's also airsoft guns. Like my brother used to have a bunch of airsoft guns, and uh, some of those also found their way. Uh, through here, but um, yeah, uh, a bunch of them are toy guns or, or cap guns or something, and they're very they're very realistic looking. In that yeah, there, there's uh, a bunch of our guns are do actually have the tips on them that we've just painted. Paint so off. we're we're yeah. we are very careful with our guns uh, because some of them do look kind of realistic, and you know we it would be really stupid to be shot by the police for a gun yeah. that is fake. If, <laughs> if the police ever pulled us over, arms drawn, and were like, drop the weapon, drop the weapon, I would drop it in a second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The gun scene that I remember actually I like, most... This is a toy, I would be like... Was the bit at, at the end of Pull Yourself Together, where oh, yeah. it's the hold-up, and someone asks my gullibility to hold a gun, and we shot it like out round back of Paul's house. Yeah. Oh, and right. it was it looked kind of sketchy and like people wa- were walking by and being like what's going on? It's like no, it's okay. We're yeah. filming a thing. Well, the nice thing now that we when you have the big camera and like the boom and this stuff, it makes it look a little more legit too. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, it, it's that's it, actually something luckily we haven't had to deal with too much. Mm. But, I saw uh, a great I, there was a great we, yeah, uh, sure. trick in the, the the book you got me, the DV Rebels guide to making mm-hmm. a killer action movie. And it's uh, he shot a whole thing with a guy wandering around because you know, he wanted to have a shot of like a, an assassin guy moving through a crowd, like a, so he went to like a crowded market and then had but you can't even with a fake gun that'd be really weird. So he had a guy walk through the crowd with a bright green gun, and anyone who saw it was like whatever, right? And shot a whole bunch of footage of him, you know, sort of pushing against people, you know, and trying to get through this crowd with this bright green gun, and then green screened it out. Into into being black, nice. Right? And so then, you know, bang bang, nice. It's yeah. uh, bang uh, bang for, literally. Right? For the record, if you ever want to commit a crime and uh, defer any suspicion that you're committing an armed crime, um, just bring a camera crew with you. Yep. They don't necessarily even also, have to be and, filming and it. Then, just bring then, them with you, and people will look not even think twice about it. Paint the tips of your real guns orange. Orange. Yeah. yeah that'll confuse people. It's, we actually, uh, I think we mentioned it before, but uh, Canada has, I think, a little more strict requirements. In the states, like we we tried to bring, we got a, this really awesome shotgun. Yeah. Uh, when we were down in the states, an airsoft shotgun that looked really cool, uh, and we tried to bring it over the border, and they would not let us take it. They they were really waffly on why they just yeah sort of something new took like it, it's, it like goes too fast or something. I don't know. They they never actually gave me a reason. They just took it away, and then they told me to phone and check in in a week, and I did, and they said, "Yeah, you're not, you're not getting it back." And they never really told me why. Yeah. Which pissed me off because I think it was like thirty bucks. It was awesome. Um, All right. So, moving on from the gun question. The official Lure Twitter account account names for Graham, James, Jared, Matt, and Kathleen. You all acknowledged by putting Lure into your account names that you were prepared to put up with any cheerful stupidity that is Lure fanbase. Yeah. Ergo, people you probably never met and probably never will. I like cheerful yeah. stupidity. Now, I noticed that Tally has a Twitter account and was halfway to adding her purely for work or purely for her work on Loading Ready Run, when I was stopped, when I stopped myself thinking she might find it a bit weird or uncomfortable. For example, I'm sure that if Andy had, or has, I have no idea, a Twitter account, he'd get mobbed. I was wondering how you felt about the attention you may have inadvertently drawn upon the B-Crew people 
who were perhaps in videos to support you guys more, in the, more than to entertain the 10,000-ish people a week they'll never meet. This, now, this is where superheroes have a secret identity. It's true. And yeah, I'm yeah. just going to come out flat out and say it right now. Anybody who puts themselves out on the internet is putting themselves out on the internet, yeah, okay, right? Yeah. Like, if you have a like, Twitter account, if you have can a Twitter account, it, anybody that. can freaking read it. So when you say, "I noticed that Tally has a Twitter account," and you stop for yourself from adding her, I just add add her because yeah. she's putting herself out there. Like, I Jerry's sitting right here. I don't know if you have anything different uh, to say I, or I, disagree. If, but. if you add Tally, you're creepy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so, so I, I have my my take on this is I. Um, well, okay, so Tally has 91 followers on Twitter right now, and I think that they are mostly Lure fans. Um, I think that if people want to follow Tally, that's great, but when I post site-related stuff on Twitter, or even just general stuff on Twitter, I don't actually at-link to Tally's account, because I think that, you know, people who are following, like, she should have the, the right to some kind of privacy, um, and well, not feel I mean, like I'm shoving people on her. And I mean, she's not going privacy to Privacy be... is an interesting word to use in this situation. Well, it's the same way. I, I, when I'm promoting members like Lure-related Twitter accounts and what have you on Twitter, I only link to the ones that are actually Lure, Commodore Hustle, or members of the crew that, that well, have Lure in their name. Well, and I was even dubious about adding Kathleen because I didn't know whether she wanted well, she's, to add... I wasn't, like, I wasn't sure either, but... So, um, like, I... I I, in fact, I, if I recall, asked you to ask her if it was okay to link her Twitter account on our forums, right. for instance. Right. I, it, it's like, like, Kelly isn't going to be talking about Loading Ready Run Well, exactly. Well, right? exactly. Yeah. So, and, so, so it's not going to be very interesting to non to Loading Ready no, Run. Yeah. 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 But I, I, have, so. I have two points to weigh in on Twitter, and that's, one, there's no approval process for adding someone Ex- to Twitter. Exactly. Like, yeah. the person you follow has no say in whether you follow them or not. Well, they can, um, but... Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can block a user or what have you, but they, that's only... That's reactive, not proactive. Yeah. Um, but so by putting yourself on Twitter, you're pretty much acknowledging that anybody and everybody can follow you, um, and then if they creep you out for whatever reason, they can deny you access, further access. Yeah. Um, so by nature of her being on Twitter, it's not creepy to follow her. That's what Twitter's for. You follow people that you find interesting. That said, if you don't necessarily think she has anything interesting or relevant to say, then. Don't add her just pure because you're do you, saying. Do you really need to yeah, add her? Exactly, like saying I was adding her purely for the work she's done on Lur. Well, I mean, I guess that's fair, but she's not going to talk about Lur. We will talk about well, Lur if you want to hear about Lur. Occasionally, she has. She'll tweet about it, but you know, yeah, it's. I mean, like Tally's is predominantly a personal Twitter account. Yeah, right, if you want to follow the the things that Tally does in her life, that's great. But I mean, it's she's not. She's not. Speaking to you as a as a viewing audience in the same way that Felicia Day might. Yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. I do, however, recommend that uh, because there's still. Although, thanks for posting that last week, James. Uh, there, you know, there is uh, some disparity in the in the naming scheme. <laughs> well, in the naming scheme, but in the oh, in the follower oh. numbers of the four of us. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> I don't know, but I would recommend that anyone who's following uh, myself, Jared, James, or Matt should follow the other three as well because we frequently have entertaining back and forths which you'll only get parts of if you aren't following the people yep. who are yeah. involved. Of course, then they'll also get like four times the, hey, there's a new update on Loading Ready Run. I don't and do that. I don't do that through my own personal account anymore. I, oh, really? I update Loading Ready Run yeah. with uh, the announcements, like the at Loading Ready Run account with the announcements. I do not retweet Loading Ready Run personally oh. and I don't, but I I don't might, do my I mean, own updates. I might say, yeah, we just put the video up, but I won't be like... 
look at loading ready run this week on my personal account because yeah. that's what the at loading ready run is for. Exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought you, I thought you guys. Um, no. For a little while, there was a huge disparity between the number of people that were following me and that were following at loading ready run. And in those like at that time, I was retweeting it, but after a while, people were like, "If you guys are going to keep doing this, I'm going to stop following you because I don't need to see it four times." And I was like, "Well, I'm fair enough." At this point, they're close enough, anyhow. So no at this biggie. point, Matt has four hundred thirty-eight followers. We all got a decent. Four thirty-eight. I had four thirty-nine last. Oh night. my oh. god! I'm kidding. I'm um, we all got a nice little boost though the other day yeah, when I posted you. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when you posted that, I was like, "Good lord!" Like sixteen people followed me today, and Kathleen was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she had a huge influx. Um, the the one thing I will warn people who are following me, I tweet a lot, and um, it's a lot of bullshit. It is. <laughs> like yeah. it, it's it a is a lot. Work is boring. I'm, uh, I'm waiting in line behind a fat person. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of ugly people on Government Street today. Yeah. Was one the other day. I'm thinking about getting a Twitter of my own, and I will not follow you, Matt. No, well, I, it's just not going to happen. Um, now you get a Twitter just so you can't, so you don't follow. <laughs> yeah, Matt. follow everyone except you. Now it should be noted that the overwhelming majority of my tweets are at replies to people. So unless you're following both of us, you won't see them. It um, should also be noted that Twitter's dead. So who cares? <laughs> that's true. Ashton Kutcher destroyed Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Let's right. be serious. Um, God, that's so stupid. Dude, that, that pained me. I hated Oprah that. Oprah killed Twitter. I wonder what Oprah's at now. Uh, she had 89,000. She had 89 before. Six hours. Dude, she had yeah. eight, 89. Twitter, let me, uh, uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter finally let me unfollow Ashton Kutcher. Oh, yeah. oh, did you not see my at reply telling it didn't you how work. to unfollow It him? didn't work. Really? Yeah. Oh. 289,000 is what they Oprah's could, at. They completely blocked that. You could not unfollow Because huh, it was working. Like after they, after I they got, I got messages from him after I did that. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um. Also, I mean, with regards to privacy and stuff like that, please don't be offended if you realize, like today or tomorrow or whenever, that you can see a lot less on my Facebook than you used to be able to. Um, I've just generally upped the security for everything. So I need to find out how to do that. Cause yeah. Mean, once again, meaning no offense to people, but I have like. I have like 500 people on my Facebook, and yeah, I, I have and way I, too many. I know about I know about 40 of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's like yeah. I mean, talking about social networking stuff. Uh, if you've added me as a friend on Facebook, I probably have not <laughs> friended you because uh, you don't check Facebook. I I don't check Facebook very often. It kind of weirds me out. Um, the only people I have actually friended on Facebook are people who I know in the real world. So if you're just a Learning Ready Run fan, uh, I think you're awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. It's and not and that you're not missing much because I never update yeah. and I never yeah. post a and Facebook. I mean, so. to, also to be fair, you're not going to find anything on my Facebook that is not also on my Twitter feed. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which is pretty much true of me as well. At this point, I, I don't use Facebook except to occasionally check up on what some of my friends who I happen to know are See, using and are doing. Well, Facebook, I hate um, people who I make the comparison that, that Twitter is taking over Facebook when they're yeah, two no, completely not. different yeah. things. Like, they really are. Yeah. Like, just completely different things. So yeah. I don't really get that comparison. That said, well, all that, I do with Facebook is it forwards my Twitter account to my but, status. Uh, I mean, the only thing I do with Facebook now is, I mean, it's a, it's a fun place to go look at pictures of friends who actually post pictures and staying in touch with maybe people who I don't normally talk to. Actually, we it's a great to place use... to look at pictures of me that my friends post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or we need to use the Loading Ready Run group more. Yeah. Because or, or, I, I actually post... Uh, I actually occasionally post links to the videos yeah. on, on my feed, and I posted Commodore Hustle, and I had a whole bunch of people respond with, like, so were you guys actually on The Tonight Show, or, like, what was up with that? And I was like, 
did you what'd you do? Yeah, because you know. Well, not, the problem is, yeah, is that not everybody reads the forums. Well, yeah, exactly. We we need so, to start branching out. Yeah, I, I've been really negligent in doing anything with the Commodore Hustle Facebook page, and I'm sorry about that. I will try, but I'm negligent. All right. Yeah. Anyways. I, uh, I'm kind, I think, kind I think of that's, that, that's enough about Covered social networking. Topic, yeah. Since many of Matt's posts are halfway there already, why doesn't he do more Emmett movies? Yeah, oh, Matt, yeah. you saw a great movie last night. Do an Emmett the movie yeah. about Crank 2. You only ended up doing like one of those. I did two. two. I love two. two. Yeah, I, um, I really enjoyed Matt movies. Yep. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I have to do them when I feel so inspired, and I have been just not really inspired to do one in a while. Which um, is surprising, because I can't believe you didn't do one for Caroline or Coraline. Sorry. He was, he was going to. We came back from the theater, and he was uh, like, I'm going to make a forum post right now, and then I'm going to do one of these tomorrow. And, and then, then the I totally post, forgot about it. forum post got out of hand. Well, the, yeah. The, yeah, the forum post got out of hand and basically killed I, any desire I, to do any further I think it's more like when it. you get... There, if you watch a movie that just gets you really furious, right? That that's what inspires yeah. you to. Well, it's not even getting me furious. Like Batman Begins was, uh, or mm. Dark Knight was Dark one that I did yeah. one on, and well, uh, I guess so. and you know, I it, it's possible to do it about good movies or bad movies. That there's no real format set out for them. It's well, there isn't because you've only done because I've only done two. <laughs> um, anyway, so, it's such it, a good know, name for a series. Though. I know. If you I have if to if continue I, it just for the name. If I ever get inspired and. Um, you know, don't spend three nights a week rating Old War. Um, maybe we'll that, see that cannot possibly you can stop you from doing it. Write a matter of movies up. while you're rating Old War. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, moving you on. Play a healer for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, which is a really, really involved job. Set up a fucking script. It's like <laughs> it's not hard. You click a button. Click a mouse. Uh, can button. you set it up so that it's no. just when it no. gets under twenty no. percent, it'll auto click no. for you? You're no. not allowed to. Well, what the what the fuck with the point of yeah. playing? You would just turn your computer. What's the on point of playing when you click bars? <laughs> Like but that's the, the same thing. That could be the same. That could be said about every video game. What's the point of someone scroll wheels their fucking attacks? Like, yeah, but that, that could be said about any video game. The What's same, the point of only, pressing a button? And not only is it could that fucking, be said of any video game, it could be said of any class in the game. Yeah. Uh, a rogue goes one 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 two one 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 one. I don't know. One, Apparently, two, you're one. not very good at doing that. So <laughs> like, I'm awful at it, but that's what a rogue does at its core. Okay, we're gonna move on. I bought Fallout 2 in the summer, installed it, but haven't played it. Can you guys verbally lambast me and convince me to play it? Play it. It's good. You're it's dumb, really good. You're, you're a dumb fuck. You I are a dumb fuck. Fallout 2. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. If you have it on Mac and are not playing it, send it to me. Mm. <laughs> I, uh, I have tried to play it and twice... He lives in the UK. Twice I've tried to play That'd it and possible. twice I've not really found it that interesting. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed Fallout 3, but Fallout 2, I just... Come on, Matt. You can beat beat it in like twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you know exactly what you're doing, just can't. Do yeah. It. If you're willing to skip all the good in the game, then yes, you can beat the game in seventeen. Matt minutes. obviously doesn't see any good in it. So, no, no. I I see there's a lot there that is good. It just doesn't do anything for me. Sorry, who I'm just are we, not who, interested. Sorry, who are we supposed to be making fun of? Uh, Emperor Gum. Oh, okay. Next question: User groups. Why? What do you mean? I don't oh, know. On the forums. Possibly. Oh, that's just a built-in thing on the forums. Yeah, so suck it. So far, there's one, and you can't see it. Ha ha. <laughs> okay, you often talk about you often talk of games slash films being pretty. Are there any loading ready run videos you consider to be pretty? Certainly, there are. Mm. Uh, just exceptionally pretty ones. Um, I I've always liked the look 
of those. Uh, no, wait. The Halo always really blows me away when I'm watching it. Yeah, like, Halo, Halo looks good. quite Halo looks, yeah. Halo's really good. Um, CSI those games looks we fun. played. I like CSI. CSI. Those games. That, I think yeah, those games we say. played is those totally one of our prettiest videos. Well, that's why I said. Do you read that thread where they're like list your favorite videos? Yeah, yeah. I said yeah. those games we played. It was the best looking video we'd made when that uh, came out. The um, easily. It's still one of the best looking videos. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Some of yeah. the uh, some of the rapid fires and like especially the first Commodore Hustle when we like the first Commodore Hustle we spent so much effort on doing all the uh, yeah. jib, jib shots and dolly shots and yeah. stuff, um, which we uh, we've done some more in the latest one but we kind of slacked off on those. But uh, and some of, a lot of rapid fire we did a lot of jib and dolly shots and uh, I think that made those look a lot prettier. Mm-hmm. Uh, next. <laughs> okay, this is going to be the last question because okay. it's hilarious. Okay. If you were cloned and they had all your past memories, um, beliefs, etc., but they were of the opposite gender, would you hit that? Any else? Anyone else think Matt would be hot? This is like that Red Dwarf episode. Well, uh, oh, so, it's, so it's like so it's like if there was yeah, if you were but but a girl. Would right. you hit that? You see, but then I'd tap that. Like, <laughs> I, I would, Where else am I going to find a chick as geeky and as into Transformers I, I as would, I am? I would totally tap that. Yeah, I would. but but you think Just, about it, if the person the clone has all your memories, that would be weird, right? Because then they would remember being you. <laughs> but they, you'd basically you basically be having sex with yourself. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, in that then, case, it's just I'd, masturbation. Then I do it. Then, yeah, then, just, <laughs> then I do it just for the novelty. <laughs> what yeah. did you do last night? I fucked myself. Yeah. <laughs> Go I, fuck yourself. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, will. I will. I gotta say, I have a nice ass. I would totally, <laughs> I'd be all over it. You're I gonna, think kinda, with man boobs like mine, I'd be stacked as a chick. Yeah, that's yeah. True. there we go. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're kind of convincing me to want to take up cloning as a <laughs> <laughs> transgender cloning. I think is yep. uh, where you gotta aim. There well, except a, cloning a, and also issue of cloning memory. Did that too, wasn't there? Was it? Uh, there was an issue of Gen 13 where they all turned into girls. Uh, it would not surprise me. That is the sort of... Much, they're like, every, how do we put more every, tits in every this? Every sex fantasy that I think ever happened was replicated somewhere in Gen 13. <laughs> yeah. Over oh, one of the many go. runs. So, that's it. That's the podcasts. Uh... Hey, look over there! Puff of smoke. <laughs> 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 Just, just one more thing. There's that comedy thing. Um, Maybe you want to tell these people about that? Right. Considering the comedy thing next week. Oh, yeah. Because, so, hey. Yeah. If you live in Victoria, uh, there's a thing that happens monthly at the Victoria Event Center down on Broad Street, and it's the Phillips Comedy Night, or Phillips Night of Comedy. I'm not sure which way around it goes. Uh, and we've been asked to come down there. So there'll be half an hour of Loading Ready Run, and as well as, I believe, uh, Spilt Milk and 30 Cent Players and other funny people from... Uh, in and around Victoria, uh, I believe it's ten bucks uh, or cheaper if you're a student. Uh, so come on down and check that out. And uh, yeah, so there'll be half an hour of our stuff, probably mostly video. So I don't know if it'll necessarily be new stuff. Uh, we're going to try and do a skit live, but no promises on that. Uh, so yeah, should be fun. If we do a skit live, we'll probably film it, just because that's sort of how we roll. Yes, but um, yeah. So that's uh, Sunday, April twenty sixth. At the Victoria Event Center, I'm not entirely sure when it actually starts because it doesn't say on their website. But uh, you know, if you're in Victoria and feel like checking it out, could be fun. And uh, more updates to follow probably on our Twitters. Twitter, Twitter. Okay, let's watch that follow. All right, yeah. Later, guys.